Hello, everyone. It's time once again to stew on this. I'm Stu Bittman. This week's episode is called Let's Choose to Choose. Years ago, I heard a comedian refer to one of our political leaders as our karmic balloon payment. I thought it was judgmental, but it was also a pretty clever way of restating a universal truth, which is you reap just what you sow. I believe the entire current world situation is our karmic balloon payment, and we've all contributed. That Everything we see is a result of our collective choices up to now, though undoubtedly we'd all like to believe it was more due to other people's choices than our own. Well, sadly we don't get to do too much about other people's choices, so perhaps we want to look at our own choices right now and make an intention to base them a bit more on our deepest values and maybe a lot more on love and those other things that we want to continue to see in the world. Hey, I know I don't always choose love, even toward myself. I still judge myself harshly and beat myself up. I still get angry with myself. I certainly still withhold love from myself. And I do all of those same things with Hillary, the person I love the most in the world. I think we can all do better with our choices. People want to get back to normal, but my question is how will the balloon payments we all face in the future be any different if we keep making the same choices? So I'm reminded of an old spiritual idea that whatever we perceive as missing in the world, we can give. And we can do that with each and every choice, in each and every moment. Love is really the only rational choice. There truly is never a reason not to love, no matter how big or scary whatever's in our face or is alive in us seems or feels. Love is the choice we'd always want to make, but guess who has to choose it? And I know one of the things that makes that choice harder for me is that much of the time I don't, I don't even realize I'm choosing. Folks, we're always choosing our next course of action, even if our choice is not to make a choice and to operate on automatic pilot. In every moment, we're choosing to either accept or to resist, to flow or to fight, to love or to not. In every moment, we're choosing what thoughts to hold in the center ring of our awareness. I am not implying that we chose all the schmutzy things that have happened in our life. I am saying that no matter what happens, we choose how to perceive it. We choose what meaning to give it. We choose how to respond to it. But in my case, so many of my choices have become so habitual, so unconscious, so automatic, so incredibly fast that it doesn't even seem I'm choosing. I get in the car, I, I put the key in the ignition, and the next thing I know, I'm there. I'm not suggesting we start to have to think about breaking down these skills we've mastered, but how much are we missing? And how many opportunities to choose love are we missing? Years ago, I got dramatic evidence, for me, of how much I tend to run on autopilot. I love strong coffee. Strong coffee's my weakness. And every now and then, the automatic coffee maker doesn't make it strong enough for me, so I go to my Café Thiers, my French press. And I love that for a while, but I get tired of cleaning it. 
So I go back to my automatic coffee maker. The thing is, when you use a French press, you got to leave one sip of coffee in the cup because it's full of grounds and dregs and oil. The thing I realized is weeks after I went back to the automatic coffee maker, I was still leaving one sip of beautiful coffee in my cup, which I never would have chosen to do had I been awake. Automatic coffee makers and autopilot. So can we overcome our karma and choose love? Yes, yes, because karma begins where choice ends. Karma, to me, isn't some cosmic scoreboard or ledger sheet someone's keeping to which I am doomed. No, it's more of a pattern of thinking and choosing from the past that over time begins to frame my very experience of life and makes it much more likely I'm going to respond and see things a certain way. The same old way. Karma, for me, is more about being prone. We all know people who are accident-prone. Well, perhaps through entertaining thoughts that don't serve us and choosing based on those thoughts over and over and over again, many of us have, many of us have perhaps become anger-prone or guilt-prone or worry-prone or judgment-prone or self-abuse-prone. And those thought patterns have become deeply dredged, like deep rivers in our mind. And when we're in the flow of the river, it's really difficult to remember things like love, let alone that we can choose love. Many of you have heard Joe Dispenza say neurons that fire together, wire together. That's the same thing. But Joe also shows us that neurons can and do learn to wire together in different and new ways. This is so inspiring. This means that our collective proneness towards separation and competition and greed and violence can be more of a proneness toward love and connection and mutual respect. And once again, all that starts with our own choices. The law of karma can be transformed. It can be transcended by the law of love. And that happens every time we choose love. Victor Frankl, who wrote a book while in the concentration camp, was somehow still able to choose love in the face of incredibly challenging circumstances. And this is what he said. He said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. I'm going to say that again. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. Yes, in our response, in that space is our ability to transcend our karma. And admittedly, that space may seem infinitesimally small right now. But here is an exercise to help us widen that space so we can jump in there and choose love in more of our moments. Are you ready? I got this exercise from Dr. Dick Santo, one of my best teachers. Dickie recommend picking a day, but I'm going to start you off easy and say, just pick an hour. Pick an hour and preface everything you do in that hour with the words, I choose to. 
I choose to brush this tooth up here. I choose to step on the gas and speed up right now. I choose to wash my left kneecap in the shower right now. I choose to. You'll probably find the exercise a bit exhausting, but it will definitely point out how much you tend to run on autopilot. And it may also point out some choices you're currently making unconsciously that you might not want to continue making. Yes, that's a beautiful exercise that I recommend strongly. And while you're at it, here's another one. Change something. Change something in your environment. Change something in your routine so it isn't so easy to sleepwalk through life blindfolded. Go go another way. Make a left instead of a right one day. Don't get lost, but you may find something you haven't seen before. Put on the other pant leg first. Put on the other shoe first. Do it a different way. If you and I want to transcend our karma, we have to end our trance. We can overcome our karma, and we can only do it in this moment. Folks, we're always choosing, even when we're choosing not to choose. So let's choose to choose. Let's choose to choose love and peace and abundance and joy. Because every time we do, we become a little more love-prone and peace-prone and abundance-prone and joy-prone. And so does the world. Stew on that. I'll see you next week.